It is Show Us Your Tips, back for the midweek preview, October 21st, 2020, hot off the heels of Everest and Caulfield Cup Day. Another productive day, Beav. How are you, mate? Wasn't it ever, Dagster? Uh, the boys were flying again, and uh, a few happy punters out there that have written in and uh, given us a pat on the back, which is always nice to see the punters uh, getting the trophies. Yeah, Money Man Rod's back in touch again. He's flying. Uh, we had Adam Pato write in and say uh, he he got on Purple Sector and followed us in and had a good day. So, kudos to both of them. That was good. Uh, quick takeaway. Let's start with the Everest Classic Legend was was very impressive. Yeah, the, look, the race was set up for Classic Legend. Got one off the fence. Uh, it was Helter Skelter up front. Uh, Nature Stip was gone as soon as it didn't get a comfortable lead and. Uh, Classic legend was slingshotting and bang. It was very impressive. Uh, yeah, lot to like about that horse and was just way too good um, on the day. Yeah, it's, yeah, probably showed himself to be the best sprinter in the country and um, unfortunately he won't be in the country much longer. Apparently he's going to Hong Kong and going to travel the world. Um, but such is life, I suppose. And the Melbourne takeaway, so... Uh, my Spruik Hoyos, Anthony Van Dyke, was very brave, uh, but we, we both thought uh, very elegant was the obvious danger there and proved to be the case. Yeah, look, um, I was concerned about the barrier for Van Dyke and probably proved to be the telling factor in the end. It just probably had to take off um, a little bit earlier than what he would have liked to and was caught quite wide and... Very elegant, let down, very, very good at the 200. I, th- I thought at the 200 when Van Dyke pulled up alongside Elegant that it was going to go past it. But, yeah. geez, brave, she was brave. Good. Yeah. And it just... Well, as, yeah, as you know, I, 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 as I want to do, went the early crow. Um, but, yeah, it, yes. both horses are brave. I think you swapped the barriers, you swapped the result. But um, you take that into account when you punt. And I guess you've got to give yeah, kudos right. to Very Elegant being a very good horse. Um now, going to Melbourne Cup, up a couple of kilos, would you want to take either of them into a Melbourne Cup or you want to wait and see what's what's laying in wait? I think uh, Anthony Van Dyke, uh, given now the, the weight pull um, that gets back from Very Elegant, probably you would expect slightly ahead. I'd have it slightly ahead of Very Elegant, not by much, but obviously a little bit of luck in running is going to be a bit of a telling factor with both of them but um there's a lot to like by anthony van dyke i just the only the only question mark is the 3200 i guess yeah which is the same for very elegant too and i, I would be more inclined to back van dyke over 32 just with the galileo and that sort of thing than very elegant yes. um i also th- watching back the steward division today i think as well if it had been its ultimate grand final, I think Huey probably even takes off a bit earlier, but you could see he sort of was trying to be as kind as he could, thinking yes, uh, there's a grand final there's in two race. weeks. Yeah. So I, I thought yeah. it was actually, the more the, watching it back, I thought Bowman did as good a job as he could have. Um, 
I think Verligan's up to the Melbourne Cup if it's wet, you know, up to her ears. And I would now be looking towards these lightly raced ones down the bottom now would be the dangers in Melbourne Cups, the Tiger Moth and the um, and maybe a couple we're going to see tomorrow. Yeah, it's um, anything else out of the race? Prince of Prince of Prince Aaron, good again. Finished um, well, but it, it it it's just such a proven thing. The last five years is you have your shot in the Melbourne Cup, and if you miss, you don't generally get a second one. Um, you need to have your first shot, and I think I think last year was Prince of Aaron's shot. Probably should have won, or at least yeah. if not finished closer. Um, but you see that it's now the lightly raced four year olds, five or oh, very very lightly raced five year olds with no way to the. Go back through now. It's protectionist cross counter, rekindling, um, the one last year who I've just forgotten his name. Oh, Van Declare even lightly race four year old, lighter race four year old. Um, that now stands up so often, and if you don't yeah. get your first shot, and that's why I was I've said it a few times. That's why I'm concerned about surprise baby. Uh, but yeah. we'll talk about that in two weeks, I suppose. We've, we've got a, a busy Melbourne Cup week coming up with potentially three shows for that week. Um, but yeah. I, anything else? No. First and second from me for that cup. Um, yeah, you think so. Wouldn't Mirage you? Dancer did run top five Melbourne Cup last year. If it's wet, maybe again. But I'm looking, I'm now looking elsewhere. I would almost, I'm probably keen to pot surprise baby. I don't think there's anything in Australia that's going to beat those two. Yeah, fair enough. Good so, call. Anyway, that's my opinion. We'll talk about that more later. For now, that we're going tomorrow to talk that plenty. So uh, tomorrow is the Geelong Cup, but uh, so a free ticket into the Melbourne Cup. We're going to see a couple of potential live chances there, but let's look to Sydney first at the Roundwick Kensington track, 21st of October 2020, rail in a four-metre mark. Uh, I'm treating it, it's a good track today, a little bit of rain around, but nothing worth noting. I'm treating it typical Kenzo that um probably on pace early and then run on late. Uh, any thoughts on the meeting itself? Uh, look, I think there's I think there's a few good things in tomorrow, um, but overall not great fields. Um, got a few horses resuming. Look, when we get into it, we'll have a closer look. But yeah, yep. I think there's a couple of good bets there. Cool. Um, should we kick off in the first, or where are you starting? Yeah, no. The first leave me leave me out of that, mate. There's uh, the four top ones there are pretty all pretty tight in the market and uh, pretty hard to line up the, the form there unless you've got something. Um, I, I did like Osei. Um, nothing I can stamp, but the Hawks also say did debut in town on a wet track. Wrong part of the track started four dollars against Lady Banff during the winter. Um, trial back was yep. very good. Uh, is two dollars fifty and against a lot of unraced, so nothing I really want to stamp. I think most likely winner. Big shout out to the bin chicken that didn't make it through the trials in the Resilient Star race. Uh, if you if you saw that trial, Resilient Star did clean up one of those bin chickens and probably a bit worse for wear after that race. Uh, where are you having your first bet though, at Kenzo? Race two or a bit later? Yeah, I thought uh, race two. I thought Sweet Reply gets its chance tomorrow. Uh, after three fairly impressive seconds, uh, look, he can break through in a race like this. That's uh, drawn well enough. Should get a fairly good run, and hopefully, it can just go that one spot better uh, tomorrow. In what's you know some, form, some horses there that are coming off some some relatively okay form, 
Uh, $2.40 is a little bit short, but again, uh, I think it's probably got a little bit on these. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's got a second to Eliza Bill, who obviously went to town. It was who went to town and ran third on the weekend behind, I guess, the two horses we we spruked um, in the Phillies race, uh, and then second to Lord Olympus, who, if you need your form franked, um, ties in through Shadow Crush, who won last week. Uh, so some decent form lines there. I thought the obvious one to beat, probably probably my best of the day in Sydney, actually, Sweet Reply on a, a toughish day. Um, the Danger Cucaracha. Did run faster time at Canterbury, but that was probably flattered sucker, sucking through behind Argentus, who's flying. I, I've just got a feeling Sweet Reply's got some pretty good upside here, so I'm, I'm with you with Sweet, Sweet Reply in the second race. Good, good. Uh, the third race... Yeah. Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, go on. Uh, third race, I, uh, I'm pretty keen on, on the top weight here, uh, gone by. Uh, I started out... Thought this was a tough race, but then I end up taking the opinion that um, the whole lead-up race to this, which is the night raid race, was just garbage. So I just threw them all out. So they're all tied together. Then when I looked at um, the short price favourite, uh, the Kim Warhorse, Bethencourt, that's tied through Boudoir, who's in the race, and they finish alongside each other at Wyong, which I'm not often going to take Wyong form to town, which left me with um, with Gone By, who resumed quite nicely at Kenzo along the rail, uh, led up there and um, followed home in Vinciano, who's flying. Uh, last time it was here at Kensington, it missed by a nose to Yonkers, who, who we know about, who's, who's come back well and has formed through um, Bottega after that, Bottega and Canaan. So I just thought in a race where I was happy to throw a lot of the form out at around the $6 mark, um, this is a good each-way bet for me. Gone by number one. How have you approached your race, Pete? Yeah, no, look, mate, I, I steered clear. I couldn't really line up the Wyong form, as you said, uh, with Bethancourt. I wasn't uh, quite sure of that. And then the rest of the field, I couldn't really get overly excited about. I thought it was, you know, there was plenty of plenty of knockout chances in that. So I, I've kind of left it alone, to be honest, mate. No, that's that's fair enough, too. Uh, that, that's Happy happy to sit and watch your tip. Yep, happy with that, too. Um, Favourite in the fourth? Yeah, I think this is a pretty good thing. Yep. Uh, uh, resuming uh, tomorrow, uh, look, it's got, uh, had a couple of trials. And we've lost Beaver there. You're back? Yeah, and Sorry. so I think it's... Sorry, um, just, just lost you there. Do you want to... Yeah, uh, oh, go, go again. Yeah. No, I was just saying the the top weights uh, looks a good thing to me. Yep. Had a couple of trials. Both looked pretty good um, and certainly looks strips fit enough for a first up tilt, half a kilo over the over the um, the limits and has Tommy Berry aboard. So gate six for me, number one, uh, should be winning this. Fantastic. I, uh, I set out to get it beat and I couldn't. There's nothing here that's going to beat it, so... I'll ride along with you. If it does fall over, the two that are going to get the best runs are going to be Happy Candy and uh, Al Mahiri with Nash. But, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't overthink this race much more. I think you summed it up perfectly there. Yep. Race five is over the uh, 1,800 metres. Interesting little race. Uh, any thoughts? Mm. 
Yeah, I do have a, a few little thoughts here, but I've gone for the number five aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, thought thought it hit the line really well last start. I think uh, the step up in distance will certainly suit. And I think this could be the one finish over the top of them at the end of the 1800 metres. So hopefully Clipperton can hook it to the outside, uh, get it in a good trailing position and uh, it produces and and enjoys the extra journey. Yep, I'm with you. I like the price. Uh, I like that it started uh, $2.50 against uh, Invinciano, who seems to come up a lot through the form lines here. And... um, the only danger to me was uh, so wicked, and now drawn gate eleven yeah. for Waller. The New South Wales map has him sitting outside lead, but I think it's going to go back. And if it goes back, yeah, I, think uh, right. I think aspect ratio wins. If if Tommy pushes forward, but it's just not the Waller play to push forward and lead. If Tommy f- pushes forward and lead, it's the only danger. Both are six dollars. If you want to maybe back one each way to save, you can. But I think aspect ratio is the bet here for sure. So, yeah. Um, Happy to agree there. Good, good. Uh, the 1,000 metre race, race six, benchmark 72. This is a an interesting race. It's the theme of the day. There's just a lot of Wyong and uh, Nower and Hawkesbury lead up, and it. I don't like any of it. It's sort of a, a weird theme. Um, did, you, did you have a thought on the 1,000 metres, or you you passing this one? No, I think the favourite's a uh, pretty good thing. Yep. I think Village Babe is, is a horse on the way up. Uh, Colt's chosen to, to ride. It's, it's got gate three. It'll either lead or sit just behind lead, depending on how mad Malkovich goes. I think, yeah, I just can't see it getting beat. Yeah, ran pretty good time, I think, last start too. Yeah, ran very good time. Um, I think it's got a bit of ability. Yeah. I sometimes struggle with these 1,000 metre races, so I, I, I largely left this alone. I will say I've... I, the more I look at it, the more you want thousand meter horses and thousand meter races, and and for that reason, the three the only three I just wrote down were Bellucci, Volpine, and Iconic Star are the three genuine thousand meter horses. So, yeah. um, if you're looking at playing exotics there, they'd be the three I'd look at. But definitely not going to argue Beaver about uh, the favourite being the right horse in this race. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. The last of the day, the fourteen hundred meter benchmark seventy two. Um, this is another favourite I'd really wanted to be against, and then I went back and watched it trial alongside Bivouac and thought, how's this going to lose? Uh, promotions um, resumed okay first up. According to New South Wales maps, it's in the absolute perfect spot, one one out, one back, if not um, box seat. Um, trial, mid-trial prep was sensational, just cruised around next to Bivouac, and uh, that's good enough to win this. Some of the stuff he did in his career is good enough there, and I thought um, probably one of the better bets today promotions. Uh, the two small each-way plays I'd entertain would be Bald Eagle, who was a nice resumption in South Sonic. If you get 20 to 1 on both of them, they'd probably be the, you know, you'd have a have a beer in one of them. But that's about it for me From the, to wrap up Kenzo. Did you have a thought here? No, I didn't have too much of a thought here, mate. Um, based on your take... Uh, promotion sounds pretty hard to beat, uh, given its trial up against Bivouac, and then yeah, the the horses and some of the form around some of the others is again very hard to line up. So I um I left this one alone, mate. Yeah, that's fine. I as I said, I, I, when I started the race, I I thought uh 
how can I how can I be involved with promotions? And by the time I'd finished, I was I was pretty keen. So I suppose that's that's a good lead yeah. up. That's a good opinion from me. Um, we got through yeah. that pretty quick. Any any final thoughts? Your best in value before I give my quaddy. Yeah, uh, my best bet comes up in race four. Nagay Sial, race four, number one. Yep. And my value bet comes up in race five, number five, aspect ratio. Yeah, nice value there. Uh, quickly, my Kensington Quaddy, one, two, four, into two, five, six, and 13, into one, five, seven, 10, 11, into two, three, six, seven, eight, and nine. 50 bucks gets you about 14%. If you did want to go skinnier, you can skinny it up to one into two five six thirteen into one seven ten into two six and eight. Five bucks gets about fourteen percent. So if you really want to narrow that down and um, play a bit thinner there, um, that's how I would do that. My best of the day is going to be Sweet Reply, uh, the filly there, and my value is race three number one gone by for the Newnham Stable. That's a quick uh, shoot through Kenzo there, and we'll head down to Geelong Geelong Cup Day there. Uh, no rain around, rails in a true. Geelong tends to play quite fair, actually. It's one of the better tracks down there. Uh, last time we had these it conditions, uh, leaders won, and uh, horses are able to dock, duck and weave and, and win as well. Um, where do you want to kick off the day? Yeah, first first race for me, mate. Yep. First race, uh, number two, Axel Mare. Very good win last start. Um He's certainly the horse to beat in this. Out to the 2400 now looks ideal. Got the service of Ollie aboard. Look, I think this horse just wins. It's going to be super hard to beat. I, I do like um, how Ollie's stuck the whole way through. I think that's a real good sign. Yeah. It just it was much better last start, raced on the speed, and just put paid on pretty quickly as a short price favourite. And I was suspect it's going to be pretty hard to beat in this yep um on top for me too um the only notes I'll, i had and we'll make uh, that um blanford lad etna and like the clappers have all had the 2400 meter run in the prep which uh yeah is is the spruik for me in that um usually the best prep for 2400 meter run is a 2400 meter run but i think yeah, i think like the clappers last start was absolutely abysmal yeah, I'm just saying it's had the run. They're the only notes I had to add. It was just for the sake of making conversation because I think Exel Man uh, is probably a, a, a good thing. Like the clubbers wouldn't have beat me home in that race. No, no. Um, speaking of I'll which, shorter than 20. did you see Gump's Horse on Sunday? No, I didn't watch it. No, it's all right. Okay. Uh, you didn't miss much. I didn't think so because I hadn't heard from him. No, I got a message. Uh, no, he uh, was probably aiming high at Nara, the gump, but uh, um, uh, I'm sure people... Did you have a bet on it? Nah, nah. I was playing cricket. Nah, me either. So, but um, I, I haven't heard from yeah. him since, but uh, he's just waiting for the right the right one. Yeah. But, um, that, one, that one can... That one can... Uh, better days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we will... Um, we might get the gump on for Oaks Day, actually. We might get him on to do a preview yeah, of Oaks because he's coming with us. Uh, we've talked enough yes. about him, so we'll get him on for our Oaks preview. That'll be a bit of fun. But until then, we need to find a win in a second where I'm pretty sure there's a good thing, actually. Number three here, Scottish Dancer. 
should win a second. It's um, match modes with Shalo uh, down outside at Flemington, two back, and then was pretty dominant Cranbourne. Um, I think it's better than these. It's only a benchmark 70, and I think it's slightly better than that. Gets the right run here, probably sits in the running line from gate 11, and should just win at about $2.70. So pretty keen on Scottish Dancer in the second, Beaver. Good, good. Yeah, no, mate, uh, I'll leave that with you. Cool. Uh, where to next for you? Anything in the third? Yeah, I did, I did go to the third. It, it was a, In what was a pretty tough race, I have gone for Little Town Blues. Okay. So it's only had two starts. Yep. Um, his very first start at one uh, and won quite well uh, down at sale. Uh, was started pretty much in the market uh, and got home and then went to Caulfield uh, and started long odds in a pretty in a pretty good quality race uh, where Muntasira won the race. Yep. Uh, so I've kind of put a line through that and just put it out of its class. Um I'm hoping that it can bounce back tomorrow with a, a good run. Again, Ollie's chosen to go aboard Brisbane Young Stable uh, around the $8 mark. I thought it was certainly in in a race like this a, a good sneaky chance, and I've made it my value better today. That's fine. Good. Um, excellent. I am going to, in the same, I'll take you on here with the top weight astrologist. Um I know it's it's in town runs have all been on wet tracks, but uh, when you look through its form, it's come across from the McAvoy yard. It's got city credentials behind Rockabasa Runner. Before that, High Stranger, and then uh, two lengths off Rubisaki, and then a couple of city wins. Um, I think I think this is uh, the best horse in the race, and if it's anywhere near its best, it'll give this race a real shaker. And you're getting better than four dollars twenty to find out. Um, so I was with the top rate here, but um, I want to be sixty-two and a half kilos. Yeah, it's fine. It's a sixty-four. That's right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. You happy with that? Yep, that's right. Of course, it's only had seven starts. Um, yeah, Let's have a look here. Yeah. I'll pull up the I know last starts that ran third on heavy tracks. Before that, one. Uh, no, it was all just a barrier trial. Um, this is a glorified 58. I'm just looking at their, their ratings. It's yeah, rating 69, so it's top weight. Craig Williams on. Uh, I th- I think it's just better than him. I'm fine to take it on here, but um, that my fear would be a lightly race yeah. one like your one. So yes, I'll I'll, uh, I'll we'll have a yeah. beer on it, eh? See if beats you home. Yeah, no worries, mate. You're on. <laughs> um, I get two beers. I get two beers because mine's twice the price. All right, done. Uh. Oh, bumper blast out in the uh, in the fourth. That's interesting. Um, do you like ocular, or have you gone elsewhere, or yeah, you shouldering no, arms? I have gone ocular. Yep. Yeah, no, I've gone ocular. It's a horse that I followed. Let me down once this prep, uh, which I was pretty disappointed in that fourth, but bounced back last start. Yeah, you can forgive and that again, one. I think, uh, yeah, it was certainly one to forgive, and I think it's going to be super hard to beat tomorrow. I've made ocular my best of the day. Oh, good. Um, the interesting one here, the interesting horse here, I'd, Overkill and Ocular retired to each other. They did race at Mooney Valley um, yeah. last prep, but Ocular did have to sit outside lead the whole way and um, and you could argue it was just as tough. So you reverse the runs. I think Ocular's up and going and flying. I think they're the two. I, I, I will 
given overkills first up, I'm not really sure which way to split them. Uh, the other one in the markets, Wick, or the other one, oh, over, and John Thirteen. Well, yes. So I think comes across and leads with Ben Mellon. So you, you probably swap the runs compared to last time, and and Ocular gets a soft sit on it now. Um, Wicklow Town's a horse of talent. Uh, yes, went out in town, um, finished behind Mystery Shot twice. Who is a nice horse. Um, so I haven't really got a tip here, but they're, yeah, to me, they're the three. Good, very good horse. Yeah, they're they're the clear three. Um, and I went, I went. Uh, I think Ocular's up and flying, and uh, and and you reverse the runs compared to last time, but um. Happy to follow your lead there. Couple of tough races. Next couple of legs of the quaddy. Where, where's your next bet? Yeah, I uh, leave me out of the fifth, mate. So I uh, thought that was just a bit too high for me. Yep. And then uh, got into the sixth. I yeah, I went for ultimate edition here. Mm-hmm. I thought its last start win was most impressive. Um, and I just think this this horse looks. A class above these, it, it it absolutely bolted in last start, and I think it'll probably come across and lead here, and potentially the further they go, the further it wins by. I don't think this is an overly difficult field, and this could be a horse that uh, goes on to bigger and better things. Uh, it could, yep. be, could go to the Oaks. Yep. Depending on tomorrow. I have a uh, little to add because I agree. I love in these staying races, these middle distance races, horses that can sit on speed and travel and then have a kick, particularly the younger ones, the three-year-olds, and uh, it ticks all those boxes. Um, Alcyone's been disappointing. Uh, I know it was, I think, pulled up lame last start and sat wide, which obviously doesn't help, but uh, I don't have to really come up this prep. And um, so, yeah, Oldham Edition, great bet. The, the one at odds, if, if someone wants so many double figures, is Wasaka. Uh, I, I liked its last start, I think, out to a distance suits. And uh, Chase Turn Perennial, who's a horse I've mentioned a couple of times on his show. And um, I think he's a real a nice stayer on the way up. And uh, as I've said before, Mike Maroney with these staying three-year-olds is a bit like John Sargent in um, in New South Wales. You've got to respect him anytime they get a stayer in these young races. But, uh, yeah, clearly on top, the favourite for me as well. Perfect. Race seven, the Geelong Cup. Uh, ticket into the Melbourne Cup, Group Three, over the twenty four hundred meters. Uh, won in the past by oh, do, uh, Media Puzzle, Americane, and Dunedin all won this race yeah. and went on to win the Melbourne Cup. And obviously Bauer won this race and and came as close as you can can to winning a Melbourne Cup without doing so. Uh, and are we going to see a Melbourne Cup chance here? Do you reckon? I don't know. I, I can't see until after I see tomorrow's race. Yeah. Um, it does. It does produce. It can produce a horse that runs well, as you've just alluded to. Um, and I'd certainly, if depending on how impressive the winner is tomorrow, I need to uh, see it before I could believe it. So at this point in time, not so sure. Uh, but in regards to the Geelong Cup, my tip is Skywood, and the second favourite. Uh, around the $4.50 mark. Uh, again, it's got form through Anthony Van Dyke, who we talked about earlier, and Stradivarius, and for a race like the Geelong Cup, 
if it can produce any of that anywhere near that form, I think it'd be too good for these. Took the words out of my mouth. There it is. Two point seven links off uh, Stradivarius and Van Dyke. Uh, before that won the Prix de Roux, which is the race that the aforementioned French horses all came through before coming out here. Um, I think it's on top for me. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's slightly better placed being a younger horse than Ashran. And I think the mark, but we'll, and I think they're the two internationals clearly uh, on top out of the rest of the field. I've got a feeling, I know they're all around the $4, $5 mark at the moment. I think the market will really pick one tomorrow. I think you'll know by race time. Yeah. Because it's happened in the last few years. I remember going by, that's 10 years ago now. I remember Marikane when it came to Geelong. I think it ended up jumping 13 bucks, but it was back from 20s into 13. And then Dunedin was smashed the year mm. after. I think I think the market um, really drills in when when then they will tomorrow. I think this will the money will tell a tale tomorrow. Um, but I'm with you. Skywood clearly uh, is on top. I can't say clearly, but on top in my opinion from Ashran, and then a gap back to the other two internationals. And I don't think there's a local chance here. No. Cool. Good judge, Beaver. Uh, are you going to tip Keylong in the next? Let's hope so, mate. No, I'll stick clear of this, mate. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I, I'm going to make a case for Keelong. Uh, as you know, it's been one of mine. I think go from the outside gate, rolls forward here in Leeds. Uh, it led first up in a in a tougher race than this and was pressured the whole way. Uh, didn't drop out, though. Hung on well, which I, I do like from first uppers if they're, if they're on pace to manage to battle on. And I think he's a better horse than these. The one that's a stupid price here is Music Bay. It's, you can still get $23 and um, went out a dominant winner, um, was running real well before that. And I think this isn't a, even though it's a big field, there's no up-and-comers here. I think the form's at the top and I think um, for me, you can back Keelong and uh, and have a saver each way on Music Bay and hopefully get something out of the race. Um, it's, it's a bit tricky because there's a few horses like that that's first up. Now, a horse like Jamaican Hurry, three, three, four, five, six starts back, was flying mm. in town um, and going really well. Yep. Too good, too hard is a horse that can certainly produce uh, a good run on its day. Yeah, that's why I just I couldn't find anything that gave me enough confidence to want to have a bat. No, that's 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 fine. Respect that. Um, I had the same opinion in the last. I I left this one alone. Did you find anything here? Um, I did. I thought Fusco Lad uh, from the Waterhouse Stable, which I'm inclined not to want to bet around. Um, I just thought the Sydney form here might be might be good enough to win this race. Um, and it's got a bit of local form as well at Geelong. So it's won its last two starts at Geelong before it came from Gosford. Um, so Gosford, it was over a thousand, which was unsuited. Then it stepped out to 1200 and 1400 at Geelong and won both races. Um, so it certainly likes the track, um, likes the distance. Uh, it's drawn well, uh, could get all the favors and therefore could prove hard to beat. And I thought, um, a horse like Boom Boom Becker was very good last start and drawn 15 was a bit of a worry for me. Um, but certainly uh, uh, not without a chance as well. Cool. It's funny. My notes for this race were 
pass and then gay horse question mark. So that was the only one I'd really had an opinion yeah. close to. So uh, happy to happy to follow you there. Uh, final thoughts then. Interesting day at Geelong. Um, should be a good day. Big fields all of the day. Hopefully fair racing. So interesting to watch. Um, give us your quaddy first. You're in charge of the Melbourne quarter this week. If I hadn't given you notice, you've got it now. Yeah. So what have you found? Yeah, no, tough day. Fine. I think you've had it a bit tougher than me here. Yeah, it is a little bit tricky here for me. Um, but I've come up with, in the first leg, uh, numbers four, five, six. And that's just my first, so a little bit skinny there. Um, in the second leg, I've come up with numbers one, two, five, and seven. In the third leg, I thought this was super, super, super hard. Um, but here I've come up with numbers one, number, where am I? Number one, number 11, number 12, number 17, and number nine. And in the last leg, I've got numbers 5, 6, 12, and 14. Cool. All right. Got us covered there with the uh, usual, what, 184 combos there? Uh, Something like that. Four, four, four. Yep. Um, and so 20, 25%-ish. Yep. And your best in value? Yeah, my value is in race nine, number six, Cusco Lad. Mm-hmm. Around the eight dollar mark, and my best bet of the day comes up in race four, number ten, Ocular. Excellent. I'm going to make my value uh, in the classic. I'll make it with Saka about twenty one dollars for the Maroni camp, and my best today will be race two, number three, Scottish Dancer. Good job, mate. Good luck tomorrow, uh, and I Perfect. will see you Friday to discuss Manicato Stakes Night, uh, the uh, million dollar Bondi, which is one of the one of the most exciting races I've ever seen. Um, they obviously couldn't find any horses, so they just let some donkeys go around. And um, the Cox Plate, of course. So uh, the best two minutes in sport coming up too. So we'll discuss all of that. The draws out, Russian Camelot, Gate Fifteen. Uh, yeah, trouble there, I think. But uh, we'll talk about that next time I see you. Beautiful. All right, mate. You take care. I'll uh, I'll catch Cheers you soon. Me. See you, mate. Cheers, mate.